rolling. This is it. Dan Soder, I'm going to lay something on you right now. You're not going to see this coming. All right, cut a promo, dude. <laughs> Let it go. What's up? Welcome to No Laugh Track Podcast here at Acme, episode 450. Yeah. 450. The number that everyone cares about. Fuck 500. <laughs> 450 is cooler than you. That's right. <laughs> Who can predict 500? We're at 450 right 450 is impressive. Yeah, come on. Come on. How many times have I been on here? Three? Four if we count today. If we count the 45 seconds we're in so far today, yeah, this will be it counts. four. Yeah, count mm-hmm. it. Over a minute of podcasting counts. Exactly. That's how all these people juice their numbers. <laughs> I uh, I can tell you that uh, the last time, when's the last time you were here, Dan Soder? 2019, I feel like. 2018. You're lying to me right now. Fall of 2018? Correct. September 2018. Before that, we did this July 2017. Before that, August 2015. All right. This is your life. Yeah, dude, bring it back. Let's <laughs> run it back. What were we talking about in August 2015? <laughs> you have the rundown? You have the sheet? Uh, oh, uh, oh, I cut that off. I actually kind of have it here. Wait, really? That's Dan fun. joins us this weekend for a special. Oh, Saturday. We did a Saturday the first time Ooh. you were here. Wow, we never do that anymore. Damn. Wow. Shows you how far we've come. To, here we are on a Friday. <laughs> Look out. We have really moved. So, uh, welcome back. Yeah, good to see you. I was here last night for the show. It was fantastic. Thanks. Really, really funny. I uh, I left uh, as soon as the show was done, got home, checked my phone, and I had a message from Brandon saying, hey, you left your credit card here. Nice. Yeah. You're like, I'll come back when I'm podcasting tomorrow. That was a fun show. That lady... Uh, heckling was like out of nowhere so that's always fun yeah that's when you know someone's drunk like um there's the difference between being offended at a joke and heckling and just being so fucking drunk that you're like my turn now i talk it's it's weird i've never understood people that are like i want to get hammered and then sit in a dark room and listen and there was not. I'm thinking back. There was nothing really that you know should have triggered her participation. No, I have a joke where I refer to white people bleeding mayonnaise, and she felt the need to talk about mayonnaise seven minutes later. So that made sense. You know, you're like, dude, something's skipping. I think the internet's broken in this place. She's she's coming in choppy. <laughs> she's coming in talking about shit that I've already addressed. Yeah, uh, she had her own mayonnaise agenda. She's Dude, pushing us. It, it's the <laughs> the way to describe it is uh, it's just like the the way that she felt everyone wanted to hear what she had to say was actually impressive. Yes, it's like I'm Hellman's mayonnaise. And you're like, Dude, lady, but you know she's a terrible coworker. That like drunk moment shows you that there's people that like walk by. She walks by their cubicle and they just shut her. Yeah, but it's like, oh, this fucking bitch. Yeah, the eye rolls. Yeah, because she's like, actually, guys, I don't know who's putting the recycling in the wrong place. And you're like, yeah, okay. We're not <laughs> making that much money to worry about it, that. <laughs> like, she really makes it all about her. Guys, I actually organized the refrigerator. Yes. In yeah. the break room. And you're like, no one asked you to, dude. There's some ranch in there yeah. that is, it says 2011. She's Either kinda, drink it, f- put it on your salad, or throw it out. She's the kind of fan that after a show comes up and tells you um, why she likes billions. And I'm like, cool, dog. <laughs> She'll just walk up and be like, 
Okay. She reminds me of this girl. One time I went to this party, and this lady walked up to me, and she was like, my husband works in finance, and you're, he says your show is nothing like it. And I was like, I, what? Okay. Why the fuck do you feel it necessary to tell a peripheral character on a cable show that they're... The premise of the show is wrong. You think I'm going to fix it? Old 14th on the call sheet? You think I'm fucking walking in and telling them the... I'm recurring role, all bitch, right? I'm recurring. Trying, I'm trying to get health insurance. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I don't know any of that stuff. They give me say, stuff to say, and I go say it. Here. My husband has dialogue yeah. for your next episode. You should... What you should do is you should do... That's always funny when they tell you what you should do on the show. You know what you should do on Billions? You should do this. And you're like... Dude, no, I don't know. Whatever. I just want to steal more of their fancy masks. <laughs> they had the best masks. And I oh, I be, bet. Yeah, they had these like ones. They would provide two every time you shot, and I'd just take them and put them in my backpack and be like, there are no masks. <laughs> i get two more. And, be like, and then, dude, when my girlfriend and I would fly, we just they were called like the Queen Comforts. They're like Stop. these masks. Dude, I swear to God, they're like N95 king size beds. It's, gonna, it's like stealing a, uh, the fancy sheets from a hotel, right? 100%. It felt so good. And then I ran you out of them. You can't get these pillowcases anywhere. I ran out of them. And my, my agent was like, hey, Billions got renewed for season seven. And I was like, all right, just give me one episode. I need some masks. I need, if I'm traveling as much as I do, I need more of these fancy masks. Hilarious. Well, congrats on that renewal. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't I know. saw that. I don't it know just what it happened recently, right? Yeah, I don't know what it means for me. You, you know, know Damien, uh, Bobby Axelrod, the character, spoiler alert, uh, Ax leaves the show. You know, he's in the show he leaves after season five. So me and Dollar Bill, the other character, leave kind of with him ceremoniously. Yeah. Not like with him, but, you know, because he's gone. So we popped up in a couple times in season six. I don't know what's going to happen in season seven. I need to, uh, I don't currently have Showtime. It has so much good stuff I want to watch right now. That they got a lot of good stuff. The uh, Bill Cosby deal. Yeah, I have you watched watch it yet? I haven't watched that. I watched Yellow Jackets. I want to, but I need to watch the Bill Cosby doc. Jesus and Marrow. Yeah, they got a lot of good stuff, dude. Yeah, this has been. I'm glad I could come by as a Showtime rep. <laughs> really plug the show. Do you have you know? a, a promo code or anything? Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> Guys, sign up with Sodes. That's S O D Z. <laughs> Sign up and get 5% off. They <laughs> would even give me a good discount. <laughs> They're like, I don't know, we'll give you 5%. Four and a half. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> Try to convince people. So, uh, are you freely, like, what are you doing after shows these days when you're out on the road? You immediately go hide in the uh, hotel room? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I uh, play Nintendo Switch. I watch uh, shows. I don't know, ever since I quit drinking, and COVID, I think COVID was, was a real weird shift where it was just after shows you're like all right i'll probably you know right i've never been good at the after show especially ever since i stopped drinking because i think when you're drinking it's more like hey this fucking guy but oh, when you're sure. not drinking you're like yeah. hey uh, uh the restaurant I, th that is the last restaurant that delivers closes in 15 minutes you know like i'd love to take a picture but i also love meeting people so i think the thing i've talked to jay about this on the bonfire i think the recipe is you just like Wait backstage for like 15 minutes, then you yeah. come and see. Because whoever's going to leave is going to leave, and whoever's going to stick around is going to stick around. And you say what's up to the stragglers and the people that want to stick around. And that's I think that's a great way of doing it. Because then it's like the people who are like, yeah, I wouldn't mind waiting 15 minutes to meet them. Yeah, I like to that. say what's up. I like that. Did, was there, you didn't, what's her name? 
that we do. And did we ever catch her name from the audience last no, night? No, don't care. She didn't. Uh, she didn't stick around and uh, have no, a chat. No, don't give a shit. <laughs> if I would have seen her, probably would have flipped her off. <laughs> That's kind of my new thing is to flip people off. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't like them at the show and I see him, I'll just be like that, and it takes them like five seconds to digest it, because they're like, "What?" And you're like, "Right there." Really? Yeah. Has there been any uh, repercussions from that? What are you talking about? Or a guy will be like, fuck you, fuck you too. And you're just like, a wave and a flip off. <laughs> it works. Nice. I think it's effective. I don't know, man. I, uh, I was actually talking to Jeffrey about this today, but uh, Jeffrey Asmus, go watch him. I'll go right down Barrel. Go check him out. He's featuring for me all weekend. He's fucking hilarious. Yes. I'd never seen him before. He's great. Last night. He's really good. great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was, I was telling him, you know, like, Oh, fuck, I forgot the point I was going to make because I was plugging him. Dang. Isn't, isn't weed a motherfucker? But we were, before that, we were talking about, uh, oh, I think we pander to the, I think we've been playing to the dumbest person in the room for too long. Hmm. And we're starting to see it turn its ugly head. Like, I think. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, by like commercials and television shows and movies, playing to the dumbest person in the room has made everyone dumber by proxy because everyone's just being like okay all right that's why you see so many frustrated people because i think there's a lot i think people are a lot smarter than we give them credit for but well, that's being, I, I agree with that but they're being treated dumb it's it's for dumb people hmm. dumb people thrive on social media because they're not overthinking it's immediately what's popping in my head is the social media aspect yeah, just social yeah. media rewards the dumb people that are like Hey, I put firecrackers on my dick. And everyone's like, wow, retweet. But a guy that's like, hey, man, I was, I was pretty bummed today. And, uh, you know, I think I'm going to try to read a book or do something. They're like, boring. <laughs> Later, loser. <laughs> and you're like, you should probably listen to that guy because I think we all went through a heavy shit. We all just went through a virus that spread through the world. Yeah. I don't give a fuck your take on the virus. Right. A virus hit at once. Everybody. And still we were like. Fuck you! I know what I'm talking. You know, it just we still had uh, still had a person get uh, rich and famous from uh, farts online. Oh, more than ever, <laughs> right? You mean millionaires were crowned in the pandemic by being like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna eat some chili powder, and then my dog's gonna watch me take a piss." Just stuff that means nothing. Yeah, not even like kind of entertaining. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's why the jackass now is met with like this reverence, this artistic reverence, right? where they're like. Good production value. They really put a lot of thought into this, you know, because <laughs> now we're looking at like this weird mutated version of just people brain diarrhea in and everyone's like, yeah, it's they crazy. brought back the masters. Let's, yeah, man. Let's show some respect. Yeah, show some respect to jackass. Always fun. Always a goddamn fun time. But it um, I don't know. I think it'll be OK. I think it just kind of is like maybe comedy that I like isn't popular right now i don't know that's like the kind of the thing like i think it is though all my friends that i really like that are comics are doing very well everyone's yeah. doing very well which makes me think we're in a bubble and we make it makes mm. me think my friend last night who came to the show we were talking about comedy outside and he was like kind of feels like they used to describe the late 80s when they would talk about like people were doing comedy that shouldn't have been doing comedy. there's too much too it's many too much mm -hmm. it's oversaturated yeah so you're seeing people with rolled up, like, you know, the TikTokers are now, like, the people that would do, like, a Jack Nicholson impression. So like, the same way we make fun of people that were like, and I think you would go a little something. 
like this. That's like the new like TikTok dance, or as I call it, America's haka. <laughs> Fucking sucks, dude. Do you remember? Um, so last time we were here, uh, last time you were here, we talked about uh, cameo. Like people were just starting to get on cameo. Yeah, that got that got to be a bummer. And you and you mentioned to me, you were like, somebody just reached out to me, and I said, there's no freaking way. And one yeah. and one of the reasons you said it is because they addressed you and they said, Dan, you should do this. You're gonna crush it. Yeah. And crush you read it. that, you're like, I don't I don't freaking crush anything. Don't tell me I'm gonna crush it. I'm not crushing anything. I'll tell you exactly what I crush: candy after shows. <laughs> Not the game, actual candy. Yeah, that's what I fucking crush. I crush naps. Uh, yeah, man, it's um, you know, you can pimp out your whole entire existence now if you want to, which is pretty wild. You can uh, pimp yourself out completely. Oh and, yeah, and then be left with nothing. And then when you're just like, when there's nothing left, everyone's like, "Why don't you do anything?" I sold it all. Yeah, right. So uh, I know you're a big 49ers fan. Fuck yeah, yeah. obviously. Go I, Niners. I uh, was raised as a uh, Vikings fan. And this is, this is Got you in the regular season. That was when we started taking our turn. Oh, that's right. That's right. So this is going to tie into me bringing up Cameo. So, uh, well, anyways, last time you were like, I would never do that. I've, and uh, I'll do a Cameo for the 49ers. I'll say it right now. That's <laughs> <laughs> how big of a fan I am. They, I'll fucking Cameo. Whoever wants a Cameo on the 49ers. Do you know the name Tommy Kramer? The no. former Vikings quarterback from the 80s, said uh, late 70s, early 80s. His nickname was Two Minute Tommy. He okay. A, yeah, it was known for like the late game comebacks. Okay. I, I was sorry. In my world, late game comebacks were uh, number 16, Joe Montana. Well, of course so, they were. Of course they were. Two Minute Tommy didn't didn't breach. Fair enough. My childhood knowledge of Montana just fucking up everybody. Fair enough, and I'm not surprised that he's not on your radar. But yeah. here's the deal with Tommy Kramer. So he's, uh, you know, like he's, I don't know, 60 probably years yeah. older. He played in the you know, early 80s. Sure. He's still around, but, but, you know, those guys didn't make the money that they do now. No, man, they made, like, teacher salaries. Yeah, right? So what Tommy Kramer does now is you can hire him to show up to any of your events. DJ Lewitsky did this, our, our fucking uh, producer on the bonfire, bonfire with Doc Gooden. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, Doc Gooden just show up. <laughs> he's doing it too yeah he's had doc good and come and have a, have a toss with lou no he just like showed up at the barbecue at eight and then like you know lou and his family were like hey doc good and get out of here what's up buddy and he was like hey what's up whiskeys i heard the whiskeys are throwing a party <laughs> yeah if i were that i would have to come in with a big statement like that did somebody say call the doc <laughs> where are the hamburgers <laughs> yeah, right. That's how I would move towards it. <laughs> Brought my own mustard. But so, have you hired him? No, but here's the thing. He's so, here right now. <laughs> he's a, come on out, TK. Two minute Tommy just slugs me for talk, all the shit I was like, <laughs> ah, fuck Joe Montana, <laughs> fucking that loser. Montana ate my lunch. He's fucker. like, you soft pussy. I still got a right cross. <laughs> so this is would jo would uh, would Joe Montana would your hero ever do this for uh, this is so the Super Bowl was just last Sunday yeah for I, I don't know how they decide how much you're charged but it's either be it's between one hundred and one hundred seventy five dollars you could go watch the Super Bowl with Tommy Kramer and another former Viking at his house in Minnesota that bums me out so here here's the here's the pitch. Come hang out with Tommy Kramer and Ed McDaniel at Tommy's house and watch the big game on the 13th. Food and drinks will be provided. Bring your own beer is recommend, recommended and encouraged. You uh, and Then here's what you get with your money. You get to watch the Super Bowl with uh, those two players. 
uh, former players. You get one I partied with Tommy t-shirt. Oh, Jesus Christ. Somehow that makes it worse. <laughs> Somehow the I partied with Tommy t-shirt makes it worse. You get that, you, that at one point in his day, he was stressed about getting those. He's like, hey, Tina, where are those I party with Tommy t-shirts? She's like, I got to pick them up. Yeah, pick them up at the at the shirt place. You can get it signed or unsigned, I would assume. Not only do you get that, Dan Soder, you also get one bottle of Tommy Kramer wine. Nice, dude. Going the Drew Bledsoe route. And you get unlimited use of the Packers urinal. What's the Packers urinal, you're wondering? Yeah, fill I've me seen in. pictures of the Packers urinal. They literally have, you know, like the boys' room in a, in a school. Sure. They, they have a urinal that they painted Green Bay Packer yellow. Green, yeah. And then there's a Packer logo, right? Like and you, you piss aim, on it. You aim on it. At Tommy's house. At, at his house. That's commitment. Right? That's commitment. That's when rivalries were rivalries. When guys were getting no money. And they still hated another team. Yeah, right? Because now you see it in the NFL, they're getting paid so much, it's such a delicate business, they kind of cheer for each other. Oh, God. They're Kinda. Like, like, man, I hope he has a great Super Bowl. And in the 70s, they're like, I'll fuck his wife. Yeah. Let him get near me. Yeah. I'll kill him. I hope his head falls, falls I tried off. to gouge his eye out with mm-hmm. my thumb. That's why what's funny is Dick Buckus just joined Twitter. Yes. And all he does is troll Packers fans. And you're like, that's awesome. I don't care if it's a... Social media coordinator that's doing it. Whoever's doing Probably it. Probably is, but. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Very funny to come on there and be like, fuck Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, dude. He hates the Packers. Legitimately hates the Packers. <laughs> it's like, where have you been holding this in for so long? I love that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up to you is like, going back just a couple of minutes here, what you're talking about, like all these different kinds of uh, comedy. And here's, here's I, I looked up, uh, going back to Cameo. Sure. And uh, uh, comedians is one of the. Yeah. Categories. Yeah, we went through it on the bonfire to be brokenhearted to see who was on there, but that was years ago. Okay, so I can't imagine. Who's I, lo- now. I lo- just the categories of underneath the subcategories. 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 Dance over. Right. Improv and sketch. Okay. Late night, musical comedy, roasts, Saturday Night Live, and then something called stand up, and uh, then Twitter comedians. Twitter comedians have their own subcategory. Who's on SNL that's doing it? Name the SNL cast members. Oh, I don't. I'll have to. It's go. modern day cameos starring. I'll have to delve into that here. Yeah, just click I, on it. I, I will. I heard uh, while I'm doing that, I was listening uh, to some episodes of the Bonfire recently. Yeah, shout out the Bonfire, Crackle yeah. Crackle, <laughs> Crackle. It's so good. Go it, go download the podcast or go get Sirius XM. Big J Okerson and I, Monday through Thursday, five to seven p.m. Eastern. I have both. I listen to the podcast Woo! and I have Sirius XM. Thank you very much. That's all I'm saying. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you for feeding Myrtle, my dog. You're welcome. And I, and I also, for the record, don't have the... Uh, I got tricked. I thought when I was re-signing up for Sirius, I thought I was still getting the Howard Stern stations for the great price I got. Then I went back in my car. Gone. Duh! Yeah! They added a tier and didn't tell me. I'm more for the working man than I am a company man. Sirius, you better make that right. I mean, come on. Come on, dude. I, I was I'm sick of watching... I'm sick of walk- watching good men get screwed. <laughs> All right, we're going to uh, look up Saturday Night Live here. It's what? Saturday Night Live, the I, after years. I was this t- is when it gets sad. <laughs> Cameos from Chris Kattan. That's my first guess. Uh, I, I don't Schneider. think you're wrong there. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> I'm going to probably be right on a couple of these. The first one I see here is Sherry O'Terry. Sherry O'Terry! You tell it to me and I'll say it like Don Pardo. 
These aren't even people. What? Robin Duke. Robin Duke featuring. <laughs> yeah, she, that's a feature player. Uh, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. Dude, the funniest thing that I read about Joe Piscopo was I read that book live from New York, and they were talking about the Frank Sinatra impression, and they said Joe Piscopo like really like Daniel Day Lewis it. Oh, I'm I am Frank. Yeah, like they would write sketches, and he'd be like, Frank wouldn't say that. And then, uh, oh, you know, they interview everybody, and they like interview Piscopo, and then they were talking about Phil Hartman's Frank Sinatra, and uh, Piscopo was like, the family hated it. But you watch it, and it's the funniest. Dude, DeRosa was showing me and Big J the the McLaughlin group yeah. takeoff. Yes. The Sinatra group, and it's, that's one, it's up there. It's so fucking funny. I got chunks bigger than you in my stool. Yeah, that's when he's talking to Billy Idol. That's so funny. <laughs> contempt for the audience. Why you, look at you, you're snarling your lip. You got contempt for the audience. That's what killed Dennis Day's career. It's so funny. It's so funny, and he's like, Frank, that was so disrespectful to Frank. I was like, well, it was the funniest. That's where I feel like we're at right now. I feel like we're kind of back there where everyone's like, if you do a sketch about someone, kind of tongue-in-cheek, but don't hurt their feelings. It's like, ugh, all right, just be funny, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a freaky... Uh, how much do you think John Lovitz is charging? Not enough. No, that was, that was my shitty attempt at a John Lovitz. Oh! Uh, $100. Worst movie ever! Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, not enough. <laughs> no, I just sound like, I don't know, that's not even a good Lovitz. How much? Uh, 150. 150. Yeah. I would get that just, he's got some quotable lines. I was a huge fan of the critic. So I would pay $150 to get it. It stinks. (laughs) Uh, I would also, wouldn't mind getting a, with a curtain, he's losing his mind and I'm reaping all the benefits. (laughs) Lovitz has got some good, great lines. He does, true. Do you remember that we joked about uh, you using Cameo and hiring Brett the Hitman Hart to promote all your shows? Yeah, then someone started doing that, and then that became a thing. Did, yeah. Okay. Like, we joked about it, yes. and then it became a thing. Because people started doing it. It was a good idea, and I should have done it. But once again, I said something that could have been of value uh, in <laughs> jest and pissed it away. <laughs> Maybe we'll find one this time that we'll Maybe. follow through on. Yeah. But... <laughs> <sighs> Oh, that is so funny. Hey, uh, how is it? Is it strange that your name pops up now in articles about the Miami Dolphins' Hell new yeah. head coach? Fucking go, McDaniel. Go, McDaniel. Yeah, um, it's cool, man. My buddy from middle school took over as the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. What a small world. He was the offensive coordinator of the 49ers, which was surreal. I grew up a 49ers fan my whole life. Yeah. In Denver. Yeah. Became friends with Mike in Aurora, where we grew up. And... Um, then he became a coach for the 49ers and w- worked up the ranks to offensive coordinator. And I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so when he took the job, I was ecstatic for him. And bummed he left the 49ers. So oh, I was I like, suppose. ah, one more season. Come on, man. But, I mean, he got an opportunity he couldn't pass up. So I love the fact that uh, – what, what was the, it doesn't matter. Some, one of these stupid websites – Wrote this. Uh, oh, Deadspin. That? Deadspin wrote an article about how he's just another white boy. Just another white boy getting a job. He might be in over his head. Yeah. Then they looks realize... more like Rivers Cuomo. Yeah. Then he realized he was part black. It's amazing. Very funny. It's very funny. It just. <laughs> it was like one of those things that I think six years ago would have been like a whoa, and in 2022 you're like, hey, it goes up and goes down. Yeah. And you're like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Fuck it. But man, I um. 
I've learned about bookmarking tweets where you can like bookmark a tweet and it stays in a folder. Okay. And so I love watching McDaniel's press conferences and shit. And I love watching like I follow the Dolphins. I follow Dolphins shit now because, you know, yeah. I want him to do great. And uh, now I'm bookmarking tweets when people are talking shit. We're like, this guy sucks. I give him a season and I'm like, bookmark, bookmark, because my spiteful ass is going to, with fingers crossed, hope that McDaniel makes a deep playoff push yeah. and, be, and turns the Dolphins around and then retweet that and be like, what's up, motherfucker? Like, I'm waiting. I'm like, long-term spiteful. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's how much I love McDaniel. That's how well I want him to do is I'm like saving. Because it happened with the 49ers. The 49ers this past season uh, weren't doing well. I think there was something like three and five, and everyone was kind of like, oh, they're done for the season. Like, they're not good. And we lost to the Cardinals. For the, the 49ers lost to the Cardinals for a second time. And there was all these tweets that were like, put a wrap on the 49ers. Put a wrap maybe on Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. Yeah. This team sucks. It's Trey Lance time. They just need to move forward maybe with a new coach. So I was saving all these tweets. Saving all these tweets. And then we, as we were marching down, you know, got we beat the Cowboys, beat the Packers, got to the NFC Championship game. And I was like, come on. And I was just going to unleash all these tweets. And then we lost to the Rams. And I was like, fuck. Ah! I had to go through and unbookmark them. But I was like, ah. <laughs> I knew. I fucking knew it. You have no idea how close you were to getting it. I was going to fucking burn your ass, dude. <laughs> I was getting so close to burning your ass. <laughs> You're a good friend, Dan. You, I mean, it's insane. Mike's worked his ass off. Mike started being a coach when we were 22. You know, I was living in Tucson uh, with my buddy Chad, who we, who Mike grew up with as well, and we were like, we were blown away that he was a coach at 22. Yeah. Like, they lost, he was with the Broncos in 05 when they lost the AFC Championship game to the Steelers. That was the Steelers-Seahawks Super Bowl. And he went down to Houston with Gary Kubiak and Chad and I were living together in Tucson and he would call us. This was like pretexting. He would call us and like tell us stories. And we're like, dude, you know, Ron Dane, right? Like, you know, Ron Dane. He's like, I coach him. And we're like, we're the same age as him. And he's like, I know it's fucking crazy. He was coaching guys older than him. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was like a quality control coach. And then just to see him work his ass off. And get, you know, Falcons to the Super Bowl. He got the 49ers to a Super Bowl. And now he's the head coach of the Dolphins. It's been like, fuck yeah. That's so cool. It's very, uh, it's very fun. Very that, fun to cheer on for him. That is so cool. And now you'll be going to a, probably a game or two in Miami. Yeah, man, they're on the East Coast, which is, you know, when I would go to Niners games, it was like a thing. I'd, you know, stay at their house and stuff because you're flying cross country. And But now it's like Miami's a fucking two and a half hour flight. Yeah. Nice. Just get on the plane and go down them and see, watch them play a team I don't give a shit about. Because yeah. they play the Niners next season, and I love you, McDaniel, but it's that week it's go Niners. The loyalty sticks with the Niners, 100%. even over your friend. I mean, don't put it like that. <laughs> uh, even just, even over your friend who you've yeah. known since I don't know, childhood. Man, I, I didn't share shit with my father except this team, so I feel like that's that's like my family crest is like the 49ers <laughs> yeah. logo. Like I feel something when I see that logo. I can't do that. I tried liking the Broncos because my mom loves the Broncos. She's she's all her whole family's from Colorado, and uh, I grew up there. And they're they're fun. I could cheer for them. Yeah, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Four ers but I don't Four ers I mean, for the I have a soft spot in my heart for the Broncos, but Four ers are, you know, 
I uh, you talk about being from Colorado, Aurora, yeah, occasionally, and uh, shout out Chambers and Hamden. <laughs> I occasionally will do like a, a search of people's hometowns to see if like, oh, what's going on in Aurora? Maybe there's uh, something yeah. interesting, right? Yeah. How many fucking shooting articles did you have to get past? Uh, well, I, honestly, I that's all there was. <laughs> so you're right. However. I found I found something uh, out of those shooting stories oh, that I'm going to ask you about. Okay, sweet. Uh, three teenagers are being tried as juveniles. Blah blah blah. The boys told police they armed themselves in preparation for a fight with Boner Boys gang members. Hell yeah, dude! Boner Boys. There's a gang in Colorado called the Boner Boys. Get ready for some merch, dude, because I'm about to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go back to Aurora and rep their set. Whoever the boner boys are. <laughs> what what do you think their hand sign is? Dude, I don't know, man. But if you were the soft cocks and you came in to move their territory, <laughs> if you were the fucking, you know, you're like, dude, the soft cocks are just taking all the corners. <laughs> Be careful when you uh, uh, Google boner boys later. Yeah, dude, I'm definitely Googling boner boys. Honestly, I might even watch what pops up. I don't know. I'm bored. I'm in Minneapolis. It's cold here. I don't know how, how I'm going to warm my fire tonight, yeah. but... Uh, I will tell you that I even searched Boner Boys Colorado, and still some of the results were uh, gay. <laughs> were porn. things that I wouldn't. Uh... Yeah. It was gay porn. <laughs> the funny part is, like McDaniel and I were uh, friends in eighth grade, in seventh grade, and eighth grade. Kind of to tie that together. Sorry for that burp. I've been wolfing coffee. Um, we were like the bottom two of the group of our friends. Cause like we hung out with like the skater kids, but neither one of us, we were both, pos- we were both posers. We were both like, we both had like uh BMX bikes, but didn't BMX. And we just hung out with the kids that skateboarded. I remember those kids. Yeah. yeah. That was me. Yeah. And I, and we were bottom of the group. Everyone else was so much cooler and like confident and McDaniel and I were kind of dorky and weird, but um, the, the group was called like pimp one crew. And they were like really trying to take themselves seriously this is like maybe eighth grade, freshman year, and yeah. they're like, fucking pimp one crew, dude. You know what you got to do to get in this thing? And McDaniel and I were such pussies that we were like, eh, I don't know. I don't want to do that. <laughs> they're like, go smash and grab this fucking 7-Eleven. And they're like, no. Yeah, I think we're going to go play Sega. <laughs> it was just like kind of that thing. Yep. But I talked about it on the bonfire, and there's been a couple like Dolphins tweets where someone's responded and been being like, good luck getting tickets to this pimp one crew. And it's just <laughs> such a thing that makes me laugh. It's such a payoff. Because, by the way, all those guys that were in that group, I'm f- still friends with and talk to via social media. Yeah. They're like adults now, and it's something fun to laugh at. Yeah. You know, like my buddy Mitch Clary, who was legitimately funny. Like, you remember growing up, and you're like, he was always funny when we were little. And he, like, it's fun for him to be like, ah, dude, I fucking listen to your show. And you're like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Because you're like, ah, in eighth grade, I was kind of scared of you, but you're also cool. So it's like, <laughs> it's fun. Were there t-shirts part, as part of that group? No, I don't think they ever got t-shirts made. But they always were, man, they had cigarettes. and I mean, I like I loved cigarettes back then. And you just fucking, it was, it was, it was like, uh, the, you weren't part of the preppy group. Yeah. But they, those were like, the, the preppy kids were like the cool kids. But then this, these kids were cool, but on a different level. And then we were at the bottom. <laughs> and then McDaniel and I were just at the, at the bottom, just oh. going to get candy and turning the doors off at King at Albertson's. We used to go turn. Turn the, the doors off? Yeah, you know automatic doors at grocery stores? There's like a switch on top. If you flick it to the bottom left, 
it'll turn it off. That's the d- and so we would go and then just sit on the side by the soda machines and walk people walk into walk the door. Walk into the glass door? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was big fun, dude. Big fun in eighth grade. Uh, Dana and I would ride our bikes up to Albertsons over on uh, on Smoky Hill and Buckley and turn off the door. <laughs> turn off the doors. I watch people. Dude, I remember this fucking, this toddler was in a, a shopping cart and the mom was pushing it. And we were like, oh, oh, oh. We're like outside grabbing each other. And she fucking hit that door and that kid flopped. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. We used to play kickball in the Albertsons. Like we, like in the aisle. Like with, with what? Those, those big balls, you know, that were in those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd take it out and kick it. And I fucking rocked the sign. And it came halfway off. And we were like, ah! And like, you know, we are just like. We were the bottom of their group, and we were still problems. Like we were still, we didn't have the internet. You know, there was nothing to do. I'm telling you, I uh, got, my buddy and I once got escorted out of a Toys R Us from doing something similar, like yeah. goofing off so much. We, I remember putting on the uh, they had uh, plastic fireman hats. Yeah, and we were both doing impressions of Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah, that, that, something. that rules. Jim Carrey rules. <laughs> it was fun just to. Uh, fuck around and that's kind of all we did and like me and mcdaniel and our friend byron like we just kind of go around and so it's weird that he's running an nfl team yeah he's the head coach he's will the- he be a guy that they say uh, he never leaves the building he's sleeping yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah like 100 well, percent. i will tell you more so than they'll ever tell you like he could fucking yell at you and get you he's like that he's gonna show everybody what hard work is like during the football season, even now that he's a head coach, I, I toss texts out like, I might get one back in five days. Yeah, I might get one back in three months. It was kind of cool in San Francisco because I worked the punchline a lot, and I'll be there in uh, March working Cobbs, and it, it, that was fun because it's March, and I was like, oh, he'll be off the season. Yeah, but they moved him next day. He was living in South Florida. Oh wow! So it, that'll be a bummer because it used to be fun to have him come out to the shows and then. He's off. He's not like in coach mode. He's just, you know, my buddy. Is there a good club in Miami? I hate comedy in Miami, so I will not be there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, South Florida. I fucking Tampa's the closest I'll come. I've heard. I, I've, I as soon as it came out of my mouth, I feel like I've heard people rip on how bad Miami crowds it's are. It's so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. I I don't know what it is. It's me. It, it's it's me. I just I'm I'm I suck. I'm sorry. Is it Sam Morell? I've heard rip on Miami. I think he lot? ripped on uh, a, another place. Yeah, maybe Florida's easy to rip on. Sure, but I I feel that way about uh, like I don't feel like I have the best shows in Phoenix. Hot cities. I don't know. I don't do well there. Oh fuck! That. I'm like I'm like potato soup. <laughs> Can't have it in like 98 degree weather. <laughs> no, and you're like. This. <laughs> but I come to Minnesota and you're like, this is hearty. Mm. This is warm. We're all about hearty. I'm going to dip some bread in this. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you go to Miami and they're like, I want ceviche. Oh, no. Bring the extra rolls. Let's Miami go. Miami likes comics who are jacked <laughs> and they have their shirt unbuttoned. And they're like, what's up with only coming twice in the night? You know, it's <laughs> like when I fuck, I want to fuck. And I'm like, <laughs> Hey guys, you ever wonder why intimacy stops you from coming sometimes? And they're like, this is too deep. I don't like this. I got one final question for you. One final question. One final question. Where did I put it here? I oh, no. It. Why are you gay? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, what a cool reveal. You have why do you suck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You have 10 seconds to defend yourself. Why do you suck? Yeah. Um, this bumper sticker I saw the other day. I want your thoughts on it. Don't stroke it, ram it. It's on the back of a ram truck. I would hope so. Don't stroke it, ram it. It really loses its luster if it's on like a fucking Chevy or if it's on just like a, a Hyundai. Yeah. Hyundai. <laughs> Volkswagen Beetle. I mean, anytime anyone's like um, trying to put a bumper sticker on like that, you're like, uh, go to therapy. You know what? It actually wasn't a bumper sticker. It's one of those that goes in the window in the back. So it's even bigger and more visible. Don't yeah, stroke it, ram it. Dude, uh, we were. Ram it! Uh, my girlfriend and I took a vacation out on like a. Uh, like in the Hamptons in the winter, yeah. because, you know, a little bit of a secret. If you Airbnb a house in the Hamptons in January, it's very cheap because it's dead of winter and that's a beach town. Sure. So you're going in off season. So that was our plan is we're like, we'll get a fun, cool house that we don't feel crazy. That it's like not crazy expensive. Yeah. yeah. But so we found this place out, out on Long Island and we were driving home after the weekend and there was this lady and she had like all these bumper stickers and it was like this it was the longest bumper sticker i've ever seen it was on the back window and it said this mama li- this mama li- proud american is raising lions not sheep oh boy. and you're like and then we pulled up and it was like exactly what you thought like chin to tits just no neck just being like oakley's on being like, I stand for my anthem. And you're like, yeah, it's so, f- yeah. So funny. If you can get yourself from behind the wheel. It's just your, your kids, you're not raising lions. You're raising entitled little shits. Yeah. That think, you know, raising lions. Oh. If my mom ever called me a lion, I'd be like, you corny bitch. Oh. What are you talking about? Ugh. You raised a good person. I have three daughters. Does that mean I have lionesses? Yeah, dude, you got little little chitaras. <laughs> Chitara. I'm a, watch out. I'm a Chitara daddy. <laughs> I raised Chitara. Yeah, everyone sucks. Hashtag Chitara, Ch- Chitara dad. Chitara dad. Can't be mad at me. <laughs> Sorry, I exposed myself to a woman when I was 22. Can't get mad at me. Chitara dad. <laughs> boner boys. Boner boys. Dude, shout out the boner boys. <laughs> I hope you're not doing anything real terrible, but if you're just like doing some knucklehead shit, shout out Boner Boys. If you're just, you know, if the most you're doing Boner Boys is turning the doors off Dude, at the grocery store. I don't want store. this clip to come out and be the thing that just fucking torpedoes me. You're like, do you know they were human traffickers? They were human trafficking. They were coyotes bringing people in from Mexico. And I'm like, fucking Boner Boys. And like, they're Aryan fucking human traffickers. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Pimple and crew for life. I never got initiated. <laughs> yeah. You're in too deep now, man. You're, you might as well be one of the boys. Yeah, dude. Sorry, gang life. <laughs> not really. Not at all. I'm a sweet boy. I'm a sweet boy that don't want to hurt nobody. Oh, so funny. Uh, so we should wrap this up. I, people have got, uh, well, actually, you can't even, I think every show's sold out, right? Hell yeah. We already sold them out, Dan. Or you already sold them out, I should say. So uh, congrats. I think it's the city of Minneapolis. Just wanting to see a good show. Damn right. Well, you know, uh, Supercross is in town tomorrow. You got to think that there's I'm some... impressed that I'm sold out with Supercross because, honestly, no, no. I was here in 2017 in the fucking X Games were here, and that's where I wrote that joke that was in my HBO special about uh, my friends having X Game voices. Get out of here. Yeah, because the X Games was here. Yeah. And I was, like, half-selling every show. And I was like, that's my crossover? 
is people are like, sorry, dude, can't go see Dan Soder. I got to go see the fucking dirt bike triple backflip. Well, the good news is, so, fuck you, motor. No, motocross rules. Good for them. People can do both tomorrow. All right. Supercross is in the afternoon on Saturday. Dan Soder, two shows later than that. So, all, all praise Fox Racing. <laughs> well, I do want to say one more thing. So I want, by the way, Son of a Gary, if people haven't seen that on HBO Max. Yeah, I, I absolutely recommend special. that. Very funny. And one of my favorite parts, of, when I watched it recently, I had the, uh, I put the closed captioning up. Yeah. And one of the times, you, you uh, I don't remember the line, but it, they put in parentheses, Aurora voice. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You're doing yeah. a line mocking doing... people from your town, and it says Aurora voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were, the, the voice I'm doing, my friends, uh, like uh, the guys in middle school, uh, one or two of them had it, but it was always the the outside people, the peripheral people that would come hang out with that group, that you'd be like, damn, you've got X Games voice. They're like, what's up, Soder? What's up, Odor? That's what they would always call me. <laughs> what's up, Odor? Dude, fucking look at Odor's big-ass head. And you'd be like, all right. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Dude, they, my dad died, and I was getting off the bus, and one of my one of those guys' his brothers just lit me up with a fucking paintball gun. I had this 49ers starter jacket that I wore. All through high school, it was a zip-up. It wasn't a pullover. It was like this long, dark red zip-up. Oh, yeah. And I fucking remember getting out of the bus in winter and just got fucking like, doo, 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 like with like paintballs. And I was just fucking bummed. And I just like, ugh. And I started walking home. And I just remember hearing that voice going, what's wrong with Odor? And the other kid goes, his dad died, dude. And they were like, oh, sorry, man. And I was like, yeah. All right, later, guys. <laughs> no. Is that a bummer? Is that, I, I think it's funny. Is that too bummer of a story? I thought it was really funny that, like, you light up a game of paintballs and he's just too bummed about his dad being dead. That he doesn't even give you, like, the fuck you guys. Yeah, man. I don't know. Life seems to be doing that to me recently. I don't know. Shoot me again if you want. God, it's just nice to feel. (laughs) Yeah, man. It, uh. Come on, Soder. Soder. Outer, dude. You know. Hey. You know, Odor Springs like he's like Springsteen wrote in Atlantic City. Everything dies, maybe someday comes back. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know what to say to you, bro. This is the perfect ending. Thank yeah. you, Dan. Nice <laughs> fucking emo ending. <laughs> I'm sorry that my dad died. What do I do? There you guys are like, all right, later. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got the Boner Boys hot on my case. <laughs> shout out Boner Boys. Shout out Boner Boys, dude. Until I find out you're doing really terrible stuff, yep. shout out Boner Boys. Yep, this one's for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until it's all above ground, if it's all above board, shout out Boner Boys. <laughs>